0: Welcome to Get Your Fix, a podcast bringing you insights and expertise in facilities management. Brought to you by Vixo, changing the way the world sees facilities management.
1: Welcome to this episode of Get Your Fix, a Vixo podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Skurhawk. Today, we're talking to the experts at Vixo to give you actionable takeaways to rapidly grow your new business with a reliable installation partner. Our guests today are Ryan Baumgartner, Vice President of Projects and Partner Development, and Eric Warner, Director of Construction at VIXO. Ryan and Eric, welcome.
0: Hi, Shelby. It's great to be here. Hi, Shelby. Thanks. Good to be here.
1: So you both have worked with a number of industries, including retail, restaurants, sports, and entertainment. So uh, I'd love to know kind of how you made your way to Vixo and, and what stood out about their expertise as a technology partner. So Eric, let me start with you.
0: Thanks, Shelby. Uh, so my experience really started back in the early 90s with the convenience store industry, um, where back then all we really did was sell beer, gas, and cigarettes. Yep. Um, and then kind of moving into the to the later 90s, you started seeing upgrades in POS, data analytics uh, a little bit inside the stores. Moving into the 2000s, you started seeing the introduction of food, uh, marketing materials, uh, led all kinds of different things happening throughout those uh 20 years there of just Change from a, a, a base perspective inside the store, also a change outside the store on how customers were drawn in by technology, whether it was lighting, whether it was signage, whether it was a, a new kind of pump or car wash. So, technology changed a lot over those years in the convenience store industry. Uh, moved into retail for quite a while, uh, also working technology in there with uh, TV screens inside of stores, you know, showing Lots of visual, lots of graphic changes, uh, eye-catching type of things. When it came to VIXO, uh, one of the things that drew me here was their ability to use technology to help them drive customer success in the field, uh, specifically with their technology that their service providers use to get projects or get uh, uh, service work completed. Um, And that technology is used on a mobile phone. It's used on a desktop, used on a iPad or some other type of tablet. And it really is a forward type of business. Uh, Moving into the construction side, We've started using technology packages like Smartsheet and Jotform to ensure that our clients have visibility to their projects real time. So they can see when something is completed. They can see the data of what, what happened at that location. They can see individual pictures of projects and, and those pieces real time as those things are being completed and uploaded. And I think that's a big part of, of why I think Vixo is successful and, and the technology that we use is how it's deployed out uh, to our customers and to our providers that are helping us with the success
2: so i've worked in uh A plethora of different industries outside of facilities maintenance and within facilities maintenance Uh, and I've always been in some sort of a software as a service or technology or analytics driven type of business Um, what drew me to VIXO was one that the type of partners that they work with so you know we support some of the strongest brands across retail restaurant um, convenience uh, and grocery, uh, as well as many other industries. Um, so that was, I think, the first thing. And then as I started to interact with Fixo, um, just the sheer amount of data that they had over the last 40 years. Um, I, I like to work at companies that use data-driven insights to make decisions, um, and facilities uh, are, are being pushed more to use data-driven insights. Um, I mean, it's, it's very uh, significant information that will drive the way that these people manage their uh, different facilities. So the, the sheer amount of data and then the partners that they work with, I think is what brought me here. And then obviously the mix between having really good technology, really good data, people and process all together. Really helps us put some compelling uh, capabilities out into the market, um, which which helps me right perform at a high level at my job.
1: So you guys come from diverse backgrounds, but uh, something you have in common is that in the industries that you've worked in, uh, basically you know companies are trusting others to install their product as it should be. But the problem is, you just you know there's there's a lot of complication there. So you know nobody begins an installation project, uh, you know, wanting to make it as complicated as possible. But the problem is just you don't know what you don't know. So, you know, maybe if you've already selected a project or a product um, and you need somebody to install that, uh, you know, maybe you're, you've are you got several different vendors coming in, uh, all installing things all at once. Uh, you Maybe you're probably working on a very tight schedule uh, and you're going to assume that all the different vendors are communicating with you and and also with each other so all of those interdependencies are are, are taken care of so Ryan What's going to happen next then in, in this scenario? And what are some of the most common mistakes that you see companies make when trying to install, uh, I guess, doing a big installation?
2: Sure. So um, the first thing that comes to mind is for some of the small and, and medium-sized type of companies or manufacturers or you know folks out there producing you know innovation and products, uh, to to help support some of these really strong brands, um, is is not having an installation partner. So, I think as you're kind of scaling your company and and you're bringing new employees on to help uh, um, to help with the growth of the company, and then you take on large projects with some of these big retailers. Um, a lot of times you don't think about the operational footprint it takes to actually uh, execute on some of these large installations. Um, and then you really put all the burden on the retailer that you're selling the product to to, you know, manage and successfully implement a very large project. So a couple issues with that is is usually um, on the retail side, You know, they have their day jobs where they're working 60, 70, 80 hours a week, um, you know, on a regular basis, just managing the facilities themselves and doing their day to day tasks that they're responsible for. Um, Then you bring on a massive project like this, which is outside of the norm for them uh, and all kinds of issues can happen. Right. If you take your eye off of the day to day management of the facilities, some of those things can go awry. Uh, it, if you don't fully commit to the project itself very quickly, um, you can dig yourself a hole. Um, you, you can do poor installations. You can give the wrong uh, training to vendors. Uh, you can miss locations. You can do the installations uh, wrong. That will impact, you know, the the effectiveness of the solution that you're putting in. So I think first and foremost, you um, Having an installation partner and having that option to help take the thrash off of the retailer that you're installing it for is a, is a big opportunity for a lot of these manufacturers and product producing companies out there. Um, when you do choose an installation partner, I, I think one of the bigger components of it is, um, making sure they're able to scale. So, um, you know, if you, let's say you have one large project, and you have an installation partner and they're working, let's say they're installing 2,000 locations. Well, your sales team is not going to stop selling because, you know, like, hey, we just hit a big, we just, you know, hit a big project. That's great. Okay, let's stop selling for six to eight months. And and then once they're done with that, let's go get another one. So that's just not the way it works. Um, nobody would ever allow the salespeople to stop selling. So you're going to have multiple projects coming in. They're going to have different complexities to each of them, so you need to you need to have a company that has uh, a large amount of technicians or vendors that are you know out nationally that can scale up and scale down and take on multiple projects at the same time. Uh, that really helps you protect your customer uh, and the end user of the products uh, because once. Once you fail or once uh, you run into complications, it doesn't matter how good your product is, Um, it's looked at poorly by the retailer uh, if an installation goes bad. And even if they're the ones that are doing the install, the retailers, um, if it starts to go south, it can even reflect poorly on the product uh, manufacturer, you know, just because it's causing thrash to the organization. So it's extremely important that you have scalability, uh, not only to roll a project out quickly, but to take on multiple, uh, locations and even, um, depending on the complexity of whatever the product is, sometimes it might take two or three different trades. As an example, if you need electrical and plumbing to install a product, um, You're going to have to have two vendors. You're going to have to actually schedule those things um, and coordinate all of it through the store manager, as well as the corporate office, as well as the product manufacturer. So there's a lot of complexity that goes with it. So having great tools and project managers uh, that have a lot of expertise in the field are are really key. And then obviously having the amount of scalability and, and operational footprint to execute across those are, are going to be really critical for success.
1: So, Eric, you know, when we're talking about, uh, you know, a, a company and their product uh, going out to uh, a vendor for installation, you know, Ryan mentioned that the fact that it can look poorly, it can reflect poorly on, you know, your your product just because the installation did not go well. Um, have you heard of examples where, uh, you know, a, a project's been... Lost just because uh, the installation component of it went so uh, so poorly.
0: Yeah, having the unique uh, experience of being both on the owner side and on the contractor side, you know, I've seen that from from both perspectives. And really, what ends up happening is you have a company that has some piece of emerging technology or some new new thing that comes out. They come out with their own guys um, and try to hit. Four or five hundred locations quickly, and really, you run into almost the same thing every time. You run into schedule issues right away because they're trying to figure it out as they go along. Uh, logistics don't seem to to work out when you don't own that solution. Quality drops off because guys are trying to make up that time, or or some other issues are pressing. And then the biggest thing is, is you start losing control of cost because all of these other things are starting to snowball towards you, and you know they that it's 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 imperative for the client, the end client, that they continue to keep their capital where it's supposed to be. And when you start moving all of those other pieces, you start driving cost up. And the more you drive cost up, the 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 more that you degrade their return on capital employed or all the other pieces that they're looking for out of that piece of equipment. So super important that when you choose your partners, that they have the right installation tools, they have the right people in place and that they can execute quickly and efficiently.
1: So then Ryan, uh, well, let's talk about the benefits of having an end-to-end solution that you really control from start to finish. Uh, can you speak to the, the consistency that you get with a single installation partner and why that's so important.
2: Sure, so um, w- when you when you have a, a singular installation partner um, who has many different vendors and, and companies who are out there in the field doing the installations for you, um, when you have one voice, uh, you have one direction, uh, you have the same expectations across your entire vendor base, documentation, utilizing the same tools um that that is kind of the sweet spot of making sure that you're consistent uh the other thing about it is um the documentation so when you have hundreds of jobs going on a week across many different markets and and you're trying to scale to thousands of different installations and locations you know within a given couple months or or a quarter um you know the question always comes up by the retailer or uh, the organization that you're doing the installs for how How are you controlling the quality? right? How do we know it's consistent? Um, you know here at Vexo particularly, we use um, like like Eric had said earlier, um we use smartsheet for visibility on all of the scheduling, all the components. Um, we make sure there's pre-pictures, post-pictures, there's manager sign-offs and walkthroughs. there's training for managers if needed um, by the vendors. And then before even the installation occurs, we're doing large-scale national training with all of the vendors, making sure that they know exactly what the deliverables are, exactly how to do the installs, do they have all the right components to do it um, in a timely manner when they get on site. Um, so all those all those key factors really drive consistency and and there's a lot of complexities and and a lot of turning wheels and coordination that needs to to happen uh, in order to be successful. So I, I would say the the tools that you use, the the project manager or project management expertise is extremely important. Uh, and then setting the expectations. You know, everybody can use the same vendors. Any companies can use the same vendors. It's the expectations, the training and the deliverables that you do in preparation that really makes the difference.
1: So, Eric, Ryan mentioned, uh, you know, the importance of documentation. Uh, so when when you're thinking about a, a retail environment, uh, maybe the convenience store industry, uh, you know, why is documentation so important uh, with uh, with these installation projects and these installation partners.
0: Documentation is how you, how you live and die for success. Um, the ability for the client to be able to see what you've done, to believe what you've done, and ensure that it's happened consistently between location to location to location. If they've got two or three hundred locations out there that they want the exact same piece in, um, and maybe the locations are all slightly different in some way, the ability to uh, use your field partners and that training to say, okay, here's what we're going to do. This is what we happen in this instance, the communication level going back and forth between the field, the office, and also between the office and the client, um, and then managing that until you're all the way done. So having the ability to see that paperwork, to have that to have that sign off from the manager, knowing that the manager has been trained or has had eyes on that. And then also being able to physically see through photos or video or however they would like to see that material um, to, to actually be able to see that on each location. So it's really important that that documentation helps with your quality and with your uh, end product there. And
2: to, to add on to
0: that a little bit um, with a couple
2: examples um, that that we commonly see when it, when it comes to it I mean it's it's really the, um, the compliance and the liability factors that are big when you're dealing with thousands of locations um, you know in a given project. Uh, as an example, you have assistant managers you have managers you you have other folks that are responsible for the store. And on a weekly basis, you will have a manager or somebody reach out to corporate and say, hey, this wasn't installed, or what is this thing that's here? Um, If you don't have really critical deliverables and documentation like Eric was talking about, um, you could spend an entire day trying to figure out what's going on. Has something been installed? Um, and it's, it's really great that corporate knows, as well as the manufacturer uh, and everybody, you know, all the stakeholders within the parties of, of this project, it's really critical that they all have visibility and access to this information. So before sending off that scathing email yeah. <laughs> to all parties included, it's like, oh, look here, all the documentation, all the photos everything, the manager sign off, who's not there today, but was there yesterday. Um, All those details are like at your fingerprints and they come in in real time. So having that stuff is really critical and it it allows everybody, you know, to take a deep breath and understand that, hey, I know something's going to be here. If it's not, it's coming, and there's always going to be, you know, excess of information available um, for us to, you know, troubleshoot or dig into something if there's a problem or a question or concern from, you know, one of the locations.
0: And I think it's important, too, to have that history. So it happens all the time where we have projects that we've completed a year ago or six months ago where now all of a sudden an executive is there and they say, hey, you know, we're at this location out here and we're trying to figure out where this installation is what happened and we can go back and it's it's it's, it's security for uh, the client, it's security for the manufacturer to say, yes, this was installed, here's where it went, this was the date we were there, here's the pictures, here's the manager that was there. So it's security for everybody too in case something does happen in the field. Um, maybe they had a mo- minor remodel or something and the equipment was removed and never put back. So it's really important to have that history as well of what, was, what, what happened on site.
1: Yeah, that documentation that is the ultimate answer to an exasperated well uh, this isn't working <laughs> or yep. it's not here. That's that's the key right there is that you have that uh that uniform document, that uniform documentation that shows every single piece of the of the the puzzle when any other person that was just casually managing this say you're trying to manage all these different installations in your store yourself uh, you know you're not going to have that you're not going to be able to have all that attention to detail because you're pulled so many different directions
2: and it it seems like such a no-brainer um that you would have that information but right. if if your vendors don't have tools i mean eric um you know, was working on a project. We were putting in plexiglass for a lot of the COVID initiatives mm-hmm. last year. And, you know, one one of our partners needed plexiglass installs in 4,000 locations in 10 days. So you could imagine the sheer amount of movement, uh, collaboration, people across the field to get 4,000 locations done in 10 days. And if you don't ask, for one single little thing (laughs) through that whole process After 10 days, what are you going to do? Go back to 4,000 locations, have somebody call all 4,000 locations. So the the preparation and, and having professional project managers internally that know all the pitfalls, that know the documentation, that know what somebody's going to be asking, I think it's really important for both the retailer as well as the manufacturer um, when they go into some of these larger projects.
1: Right. Well, Ryan and Eric both, um, are there. Is there anything else we haven't covered in terms of the benefits that come with using an end-to-end solution like Vixo?
2: Yeah, I, th- I think one thing I would point out in addition is the, the operational reach. So um, when you're selling products and innovation into some of these large retailers, um, one, there's a lot of urgency around it. Hey, let's get a pilot stood up quickly or... You know, since a lot of the locations, while they're kind of the same, they all have nuances. And depending on what product it is, um, you have to account for the nuances. And so, you know, we work with a handful of partners that we can turn a pilot within a week. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as before they had an installation partner, they were flying their field people out, they were paying for them to be there a week, like hotel, airplane food, um, all of the components and, and expenses that go with like sending people out into the field. And then they'd have to put other projects on hold or other visits on hold until those folks got done, you know, at, at that location. So, um, what, when they brought us on, we were able to then, you know, utilize our massive, you know, we have, I believe like 150,000 technicians across North America. So, You can imagine the reach of Mm -hmm. that, you know, operational reach that allows you to send somebody out that's already in the market to get all the information you need to assess it to very quickly turn a pilot. Um, That was extremely important for them. So it, it saves them a ton of money. It allows them to move quicker. And then having the ability to have, you know, our group build out a budget for an entire project, build out how long it's going to take, what are the operational needs, what are all the components, and then utilizing our tools. I think those things are really important when you're considering uh, a good partner to go with and, and what are the components you need to be successful in the end.
0: Yeah, I think I for me, I step back a little bit to that large plexiglass project that uh, Ryan mentioned a little bit ago, you know, one of the things that you have to think about, especially in something where you're super high volume, super high velocity like that is how do you control quality when that's happening? This is a 24 hour a day operation. We got to sleep at some point in 10 days, you know, how do you, how do you get that done? And I really think it goes back to just a few things. I think it goes back to training, making sure that Everybody has the same training materials. Everybody has the same message so that you start to gain that tribal knowledge from that first project to the 300 – project to the 4,000th project. So that tribal knowledge is carried all the way through, and that consistency happens from site to site to site. Um, and that goes from training through execution all the way to close out. So you, know, you have your people in the field working, you have your people in the office working, and then you have your people that are communicating back to the client. And all of those pieces put together is how you get that quality control, making sure that your folks in the field are doing the same thing at every single site And then you're communicating that same message back to the client unless there's a problem and then you deal with that one specific issue. But I think that's really important to mention that on on these larger projects, on these rollout style projects is having tribal knowledge of the group that's doing those things is paramount in success from from the first one that goes, whether it's in a pilot location, as, as uh, Ryan mentioned, or whether it's the 10,000th, one of these things that you've put in, I think that's super important to making sure that, the, the client is represented, the manufacturer is represented, and that all of those pieces work in between.
2: Yeah, I, I think finally I would probably add on to that, I think. Um, and it was kind of an assumption early on when when we started to provide a lot of installation partner services. Um, but there is a ton of value in being able to go to a retailer and not even tell not just not only tell them how much the product and and services are going to cost but what actually the the budget and the totality of the project is going to cost so you know we're uh, eric and his team and and the way we've kind of operationalized around doing installations for folks um, they can quickly create a per device or per product install which allows us to understand how many locations what's the size of the location what's going to be needed so As a manufacturer walking into, you know, trying to close a deal with not only here's the cost of the product, here's the cost of the installation. It's going to take no thrash off of your team. Here's the timeline. We can scale that up, scale that down, you know, based on your needs. Um, That's extremely valuable. And and what we've seen from our from, you know, some of the manufacturers and, and folks we're working with is it really opened up their pipeline And it allowed them to, you know, reduce their, uh, their time to close with a lot of their customers. And their customers appreciated them having that end-to-end solution and having a partner available. And, and, you know, they don't have to utilize us. They they can absolutely work with the retailer, but uh, but the retailers have seen, you know, the the horror stories of just throwing a project into their groups that already are working, you know, 60, 70, 80 hours a week. So um, I, I think having that end-to-end solution, Um, becomes extremely valuable for them and allows them to grow faster
0: and and move a lot more quickly.
1: It's definitely a difference maker. Ryan Bumgarner and Eric Warner, thank you so much for joining me.
0: Thanks, Shelby. Yeah, Shelby, thank you very much.
1: And thank you listeners for tuning into this episode of Get Your Fix. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a new episode. Until next time, I'm Shelby Scarhawk.